Welcome everyone to the Magic Gaming Podcast. This is the first episode for season six of the NBA 2K League. I'm your host, Josh Cohen, and back as always is the general manager and head coach of Magic Gaming, Jonah Edwards. And also as a special guest, we have returning Magic Gaming player, Unguardable. Uh, Thanks to both of you for hopping aboard. I know you guys are super busy with gameplay already underway. Uh, Many might not be familiar with the format this season as far as the schedule and the structure of the league this year. Uh, Jonah, can you elaborate on how this season is structured as far as the split between 3v3 and 5v5 and how the tournaments are collaborated? Yeah, so anyone that that watched uh, NBA 2K League in season five noticed that you know they added three v three gameplay to the to the 2K League. So essentially, now instead of just five v five play, there's three v three as well. Um, last season, you know, we had a split split season where we would go from five v five to three v three, and then back and forth throughout the season throughout all these different tournaments. Uh, for season six, they decided to do um, essentially all the, all of the three v three gameplay prior to the start of any five v five gameplay. So we'll complete. Um, three 3v3 tournaments, as well as the playoffs uh, and championship for 3v3 before we even, you know, basically load up a single 5v5 game. Um, the 3v3 season ends uh, the second, sorry, maybe second or third week in May. And then the first gameplay uh, for 5v5 is that, yeah, sorry, it's the third week in May is when we play our first gameplay for 5v5. Awesome. Unguardable, what was your offseason like as far as gearing up for this new season? Uh, Do you just play a lot to keep yourself fresh? Do you compete in other tournaments? Or how does it kind of work before coming back and rejoining your NBA 2K League team? Uh, I play a lot just to be good at the game, just to have – I'm the point guard, so that's like I have to play. If I don't play, I feel like I'm letting down everybody else. So I just play the game a lot to keep myself ready for the season coming up. So I played a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Now, do you play a lot with other NBA 2K League players? Do you get a chance to compete with fellow Magic Gaming players or is it just kind of random? Is it amateurs? How does it work exactly as far as the competition that you're playing against in the offseason? Playing with, I feel like I mix it up a lot. I played with Magic Gaming players. I played with amateurs that were trying to make the league. And I also played with different, different people on different teams. It's just, it's good. It helps me learn people's tendencies for one. And then it just, it's a, it gets a, it gets you away from having to play with just your team. And if you play with, I feel like you play with somebody every day for probably like a year, it'll, it'll drain you. So I feel like it's good to get away sometimes and play with different people. And Jonah, playing against, oh, my fault. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. And playing against them, it's just, I love it. I just love the competition. No matter if it's for ten dollars or a thousand dollars or however much money, I just love to play against different people that's good at the game. Jonah, I know you guys are currently in the middle of the three v three slam open. Uh, what's three v three gameplay like this year? What are the key differences between this year's mode and last year? Is the style different? Are there certain things you need to excel at this year that maybe weren't as important last year? Uh, absolutely. Uh, the gameplay is is significantly different than last year, I would say. Um, <clears throat> so far, I think we've seen the the primary offensive set just be pure isolation by the, the you know, each team's point guard uh, against the other team's opposing lockdown defender. So um, that tends to be what gameplay looks like, uh, which is, uh, I think, very different than last year, where we saw maybe only just one, two, maybe three teams doing that throughout most of the season. Um, last year's game, you could really lean into your defense, I think, and, and kind of, you know, hope that, excuse me, 
sorry, I uh, hope hope the defensive stops would would kind of like lead to free buckets on the other end. And it was easier to get stops. I think this year it's a lot harder. Um, if someone starts to China kind of, you know, uh, channel that that uh, we could just quick drop um, that, you know, there's a limitless takeoff badge if they channel that and are able to get dunks from far out um, then they're just going to score. Uh, simple enough. So, um, you know, they're just, you have to be creative ways to get stops this year versus last year. And therefore the gameplay looks a lot different. E- each mistake seems high- highlighted, I think at a higher level this year than last as well. And uh, that just is three V three on, on two K 23. Interesting. Unguardable. Uh, what's the vibe like with this squad? I know you have some new teammates and symptoms and Scorio. You guys just kind of in the middle of developing that chemistry now. Yeah. I feel like, that's why towards the end of the offseason that we played we played a lot together and we just talked a lot. I feel like the vibe is good. Like it's easy to uh, start the season bad and then turn on your teammates, talk about your teammates. But I don't feel like this this group of guys. I feel like everybody knows we can turn the ship around. We have a lot of talent and I love my team, honestly. Yeah, I know it's been a little bit of a tough start throughout group play so far and then in the early part of the bracket stage. But Jonah what have you seen from this group in scrimmages and also in the early games that you like? Uh, and also what do you hope gets cleaned up as the games and tournaments continue? Yeah, I think um, at least in scrimmages, <clears throat> I think I think we've looked really good, honestly. Um, I think that we're at times a pretty sharp team. I think we have some unique ways of, of creating on offense. I think that um, we can be a really sharp defensive team as well. So uh, we got guys in some unique roles. I think obviously, you know, um, last night's lineup is is the one at the moment we feel most confident in. And um, that's with symptoms at lock and Maddie at power forward, which both of them have played in their, you know, in their 2K careers, obviously, but not not what they're known for. So um, it takes time to get those adjustments going. So we've taken some bumps in the road for sure. But, um, you know, it, it we certainly our record right now, obviously being, being, you know, one and one and eight, um, that's not indicative of what we look like in practice um, and what we feel like we are. I think we, at least I certainly feel like we've had a lot of tough matchups and have gotten a lot of tough breaks. Um, You know, it's as simple as like missing one open shot, you know, can lose you an entire series. And I think it's happened to us a number of times already. So, you know, just got to clean some stuff up, but I, I do think that there is still definitely some potential there. And I mean, we know it when we're at practice every day, like, Hey, we're beating some of these top teams and we're doing it when they're sharp as well. It's not just, you know, they're messing around. So we, we know it's possible. Just going back to the off season. What did you like about both symptoms and Scorio that made you want to bring them aboard? Yeah, I think, uh, first of all, I think they're both just kind of like team first players. Um, no one has ever played with those guys and not said good things about them. Uh, they're, they're both really, really well regarded by their former teammates and um, as just kind of locker room guys. I think they're both just that, that way. And um, I think at times last year we could have used a little extra energy. And I think that those two, uh, at least to me, are the most energetic guys in the room. And I can at least speak for myself here. And, and Josh may agree with me, but um I think Oreo so far has been like the most impressive uh, player on our team. Um, I think in, in, in really in both modes when he's at practice, obviously he, we don't have him in the lineup currently in 3v3, but um, even when we're practicing 5v5, like he's been really, really impressive to me. Um, very well-spoken, um, calls a lot on offense as a center, which is not an easy skill set to learn or adapt to, um, and is an aggressive player. So we'll look to score, we'll look to create with this with this passing um, and do things the right way, which I've been really impressed with so far. 
Does it help that all five of the players are seasoned veterans? They've been in the league before. They know how the league works. They know how to adjust from gameplay to gameplay. Does that kind of help as you continue forward? Because I would imagine when you have rookies, it could be a lot of a learning curve and a, a lot of teaching that goes on. But I would think with veterans or guys that have done it time and time again, it's a little easier for them to acclimate. Yeah, to your point, um, we couldn't be one and eight and be in a position to rally today um, or or even, you know, next week or whatever it may be if we didn't have uh, veterans on the team. Like we if we had a group of four, even two rookies, um, I just don't think it's possible. I think, you know, you almost have to make a move and guys just are going to start to, you know, what Josh said is turn on each other. So um, I, I certainly think it's important for us. Um, it's obviously not the start we wanted. Um, at this this point in the season so it's hard to say that like hey like these veterans are really carrying us because really we're not we're not winning a whole lot at the moment but um, I do think it's important to have them and I do think that like come the 5v5 season we'll still be a a really sharp uh, tough opponent particularly for 3v3 unguardable since that's the mode you're currently in what would you say is the number one thing most underrated that a team has to be good at to have success. You know, maybe some examples could be communication with your teammates. Maybe it's certain types of execution on either offense or defense or anything else that might stand out uh, as you've continued playing here in the 3v3 mode. I mean, I wouldn't say underrated, but honestly, the, clearly, the most important part of 3v3 is granting your shots. It's not that many threes that go up. In 3v3 this year, because it's so ISO-based, but when you do shoot the ball, I feel like if you miss, the whole side of the game can change in an instant. So I feel like the biggest part of the game this year is definitely greening. Yeah, Jonah, do you have any take on that based on what you've seen so far? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly been, you know, (laughs) it's easy to point to – it's very easy to point to like, hey, we missed an open shot. Um, but in this game, it's so unforgiving uh, this year. So you do miss one open shot. It can be the series. So I think we feel like we certainly would have won um, against Philly in round one if we had hit open shots. And I feel as if we probably would be at the worst right now, probably five and five and four um, if we had hit open shots. So I would say it's definitely a part of it. I also think there's some small stuff like, you know, uh, late late shot clock execution, uh, offensive rebounding, getting buying extra possessions when you really don't deserve one, um, and then getting some fluke steals. I think is really important. I think something we're not doing great right now is just going to taking the ball from the other team when they're in like a moment of transition or or a reset moment or something like that. So um, I think the teams that do that the best are are some of the more successful in the league. And I know you guys have a new studio now in Lake Nona. Uh, what are your thoughts of the new facility, Jonah? Yeah, I mean, the area of Lake Nona and we're positioned right in the heart of the Lake Nona Town Center is just fantastic. I think like I can't say enough about it. Um, I think that from a quality of of living and, and what we're given to the players this year, um, I want to say this is the most impressive offering Magic Gaming has been able to give to a team. Um, I want to say it's one of the most impressive um, offerings that any team is is able to give any any players in the league at this point um, across the entire league. So um, it's it's awesome. The facility is is great. Uh, obviously, some changes. You know, we're used to this big private um, studio up up in Maitland, and um, you know had to give had to give that up and transition. And now we're kind of like in this open style shared office space, but kind of tucked away in the corner where it is private, semi-private. Um, so it has its pros and cons, but uh, the pros of being in this area uh, in Lake Nona, where the area is just so, so focused on technology and health. Um, one of the top healthcare areas in the entire, you know, in the entire world. Um, it's really impressive being down here. And, um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give it up for anything, honestly. 
That is awesome. Yeah, I have to check it out at some point. Haven't been there yet, but I definitely will visit uh, in the coming weeks. Well, anyways, that's about all the time we have. So I really appreciate both of you for coming aboard. Uh, as mentioned earlier, Magic Gaming is currently competing in the Slam Open. Not sure when this particular podcast will uh, go live, but I know they play. You guys play tonight against Kingsguard Gaming. That's correct. Correct. Yeah. So depending on when this gets uh, posted, uh, we'll, we'll know the result of that or not. But anyways, you could find all the action on either Twitch or YouTube and continue to follow Magic Gaming on their Twitter account for content and all scheduling information. We'll see you soon.